0: i want people to understand that there's so much to life whether you're the ceo or the janitor given everything you do at 150 percent will change your mindset and your perception of what you're doing well welcome to the now or never podcast all things entrepreneurship people will just take life and kick it square in the ass with my guest aldo um with iron university down in miami um you know first of all you know I I kind of, you know, my my assistant, she follows you. She follows everything you do. She follows your gym. She follows all these videos. And, uh... She really wanted us to have you on. I think this is awesome because, you know, we we had uh, Joe Binley with Project AD on last week. and He's out in Los Angeles right now. And so now we're going to the other coast and, and down in Miami. I'm kind of curious. how One, how's the weather down there? Please tell me it's nicer than here. It's fucking
1: amazing. Like, so, it sucks that like every single day it's been like really beautiful. Like, yeah. Beauty. Like it would rain sporadically, but just like every day it's been like a gorgeous day.
0: Like here, like in Nebraska, let me see how things work here. Um, it was 68 one day, then it was 26 the next day. What? Yeah, I shit you not. Then we had six inches of snow, and two days later, it was 72 degrees. It's like bipolar. It, it is. Nebraska is in need of some serious medication, um, just on a weather basis. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at your online, uh, on your uh, Iron University Instagram. Um, looks like you have an amazing gym. Tell me how that all got started, how long you've been in business, uh, all that stuff.
1: Um, well, I've been training since for like the past 20 years. And I started when I was like in middle school and like, I was very shy. So, um, I always hid that I was like reading about bodybuilding because when you're in seventh grade and shit, you're looking at guys in like bikinis and like dongs and shit. So your friends are like, you're fucking gay. You're looking oiled up men, whatever. <laughs> so as time went on, like that was my passion and throughout high school and everything, like I was taking every type of fucking supplement no2 uh like all the gap gig and all from cell tech and all this bullshit like mixing all this shit together just learning about supplements back then and throughout high school everybody knew like i was the kid that knew everything about working out and all the supplements and stuff because everybody was else was into school i fucking hated it i graduated with like a one point three GPA and I had to get an override. But like, that's how bad I was. in <laughs> I had three, uh, I had PE, I had weight training, and I had another type of PE class my senior year. Nice. Those were my three classes and then three other classes. Like I hated school, like school was not for me. And I got an override and then whatever. So every time in my life, the only thing that was like, that kept the same was bodybuilding and working yeah. out. And after high school, like everybody went to college, so I decided to to go to college too, just for my mom's sake. And then I failed, and I just sucked at college. And then finally, one day, I was like, you know what, I need to grow up a little bit. And I finally graduated college. And then as I gra- uh, as I was graduating, I had an internship for a social marketing place, like small small place. And then one of my friends wanted me to train her and her friend, so. I hated training people because you could tell someone, hey, do this, do this, and then they don't do it. Yeah. And then you're like, I just spent like an hour telling you what to do, and you're taking my advice, and you're just shitting on it. So I hated yeah. dealing with people, but then this was a close friend, so then I started training her. And there's a small little community in Miami that I'm at. It's like very like everybody knows what they're doing. Yeah. So I trained them. Two weeks, three weeks go by. Their body starts to change, and I'm literally in the parking lot. I didn't even have a car back then. I was like using my mom's car, like borrowing it all the time. Yeah. And they got results, they told their friends and then it just started like spreading like that. And then one point my phone was ringing while I was like working and I started doing the math and I'm like, you fuck this job. This is easy and this is what I'm enjoying. This is like, I don't need to go to school for this because I already like learned yeah. my entire life. So I quit that shit. I graduated. And then, um, I started training people like in their buildings because I was still shy and I didn't want like all these other gyms that I go to, to know that I was a trainer either. Cause I'm very like private. I don't yeah. talk to anybody. So I was going to like the Trump hotel. Um, I was literally sneaking into like different, um, condominium gyms with my clients to train them and shit. Yeah. And then like, after like, months of doing that i finally got caught and i got kicked out of every fucking building (laughs) so then luckily back then i was also bound like i was the door guy for nikki beach and it's a club here in miami and the guy that that hired me he was opening up a little studio and at that that week is the week that i got kicked out of all these places so it just it was like perfect timing so then i started training my clients out of that little studio and i was like pretty much the only trainer And once I had like an established place to train people, it was, I was back to back from like 5 a.m. to like 11, and then again from like 4 to like 8 p.m. And I was taking whatever I could take, like 20 bucks. Like, you know, when you start, you just take whatever. And I didn't learn, I I didn't know the value of money. I didn't like, I was just learning as I went. I didn't even have an LLC or nothing. I was just making money, da-da-da, and then um, I met my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend back at that time and her mom was very like business savvy. So I started training them and her family yeah. and she pretty much taught me everything I know. And she helped me throughout my, even till this day, I'm still, she's like my second mother and she helped me like learn how to raise my prices. Um, she kept my books for me because I was like making all this money. And then after a year you have to like file for taxes and all that bullshit. Oh Yeah. Yes. So he's like, You have a lot of money, but you need to, like, it's been a year. Now you need to, like, make an LLC, ask for whatever, all that shit. So then um, I went by Body by Aldo. I fucking hated it because everybody has Body by this, Body by that. And I, I don't like fitting in. I like to do my own thing and not go with what everybody else is doing. Yeah. So after that, more people wanted to come and train with me. So I was already booked. So I started training people in groups. So then I started having groups of four from 5 a.m. all the way to like 12, and then from 4 p.m. all the way to 8 p.m. But they're all girls. So it started driving me fucking crazy. Like, how many? Like, how many do I do? What'd you say? Like four girls every hour on the hour asking that question. We like fucking (laughs) driving you crazy. So I like literally just I wasn't happy because I was training four people at once. I'm very like one on one. And then the guy that opened up that little studio, now think about it, it's 100 square feet, 1200 square feet, and I had four girls on the hour, every hour, and it's me, and then plus some random trainers here and there. So we're like this in there. Yeah. And then this guy, I was watching how he was conducting the business and how he was as a, as a gym owner. He would talk about politics, he would talk about religion. And over here, it's like basically pretty much all Jewish people. And he would talk about like their religion. I'm like, dude, you're fucking up with my business now because all my like clients are fucking Jewish people. So now you're fucking in fucking my pocket. I'm the one who's paying you. So you should shut the fuck up because I'm putting money in your pocket. I'm renting your facility. You're supposed to keep it clean for me. You're supposed to keep it like for me. Like, you know? Yeah. So I'm not feeling I just don't like the way he's conducting his business. So he was always saying, oh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna break down the wall. I'm gonna break down the wall. Never broke down the wall. Now I'm like constructed like this and I have nowhere to grow.
0: Yeah. So
1: I was gonna, I was saving up money to buy a house. And my girlfriend's mother at the time was like, you need to save to buy a house, you have to save it. And then um, finally I was like, fuck that. I'm not gonna, I can't make money in a fucking house. So I'm like, I'm going to fucking open up my own gym, a little studio. because so I did the math. I had like 75 clients. If I charge them like $30, $35 a month for the gym membership fee, it's going to cover up my overhead. And I took the risk and I just, um, I found a, a gym in Boyden Beach. That's like 45 minutes North here of yeah. Miami. And they're selling their whole entire gym for like 30,000. Bought it right there. And then um, we had a contract where they were moving in like a month so I had a month to find a place and then got it out and during that time I found a place literally across the street from this guy like he's like really literally right there so now my clients are going to drive to me because it's literally like across the street yeah so I was good and the rent was cheap so um, I couldn't tell this guy hey I'm, I'm I'm going to do my own thing because business wise, that's not a smart thing to do because he could kick me out right there. And then I have no money. No you have money a month
0: anymore. losing your clients. All but that I was,
1: way. I was very like, cause I'm big on karma and I don't like wish upon like wrong against anybody. So I was always dying to tell him. But um, during that month, I also started like going on a Facebook market and offer up and looking for the, for all the machines that I always wanted as, when I was a kid. Yeah. And I would just change my zip code from, like, Miami, Fort Mario, to Fort Myers, to Orlando, to Georgia, all these fucking places. Like, I would wake, like, just wake up at, like, 3 o'clock and just start going on my phone, typing, like, keywords of the machines, like, um, Flex, fucking Nautilus, pullover, da-da-da. I would find the machines at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, message everybody, whoever messaged me back, back first, I would be like, all right, I'm going to fucking go. I, Got in my Jeep, I fucking drove all the way out there just to try out the machines, try them out and then get a, um, a trailer from Home Depot, put it on there, bring it back here. And then I had like three storages full of the machines that I always wanted, but wow. I would buy them dirt cheap. So everything I bought in cash. So then when I moved in here that, that Sunday, it was a Sunday where I had to literally tell this guy. So I told him like, hey, look like, I think I'm gonna do my own thing. Thank you for your opportunity, all this stuff can I pay my month rent for next month? Because I'm telling you right now. And he's like, no, that's okay. Just like, you know, worst comes to worst. If anything happens, you're still welcome over here. I'm like, you sure you don't want it? He's like, yeah, I'm sure. I'm like, okay. So then I, I literally took like my skier, my concept to uh skierge and I put it on my back and I just started walking across the street because I had like equipment in there that I had to transfer over here. So yeah. like, that Sunday, I was just like walking across the street back and forth with like dumbbells, with a hip thruster, a fucking kettlebells. And I loaded <laughs> up everything over here. Then all my clients, all 75 of them started coming here. And then after that, just work started getting out. Like I opened it for myself, not for other trainers to come in here. Yeah. But then, like I said, like it's a small little community and like everybody knew me since I was in high school when it came, came to working out. So everybody trusts me when it comes to fitness or working out or bodybuilding or anything like that. So everybody just wanted to come to my gym and I was like, fuck. And they, they saw machines that they'd never seen before. Even the, the big gyms, they don't have these fucking machines because they yeah. just buy like a line of like life fitness and Cybex and they, that's how they make their money. Yeah, it drives so, me nuts. So then after that, everybody just started wanting to come and like join the gym. Other trains wanted to come. I'm like, it's like my baby, so I'm like, no, don't fucking play with my toys. With <laughs> then it's like, wait, I'm working, I'm, I'm busting my fucking ass, and I'm tired all the time. And then my 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 ex girlfriend's mom at the time was like, you need to start learning to like, you're sitting on a gold mine. You need to make like this this extra money. Stop yeah. get put your ego aside and think like a businessman. I didn't get it until like later on, and then then I just started picking up on learning how to be a businessman and letting people use the gym, but I'm still like picky of who I let in here because I don't want it to be like every other gym. But then after that, um, that's how I started with the gym pretty much.
0: Well, then that, that's us. Like, I don't know if you knew much about my story. So I, um, I own a chain of nutrition stores across nine States, um, started 10 years ago, you know, I, I, were, I was the guy in high school that always has supplements in his freaking locker. It was, you know, what the fuck is creatine, NO2, all that shit. And I started running the GNC. I I, I went and told the guy every day for like two weeks. I'm like, you're going to hire me because I spent so much goddamn money in here. I need a discount. And this will be easier because now I can just, you know, pay for my own shit. And it finally, okay, you can work here. And then my now business partner was my first employee I'd ever hired. This is like 20 years ago. And so we, 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 we're, our college was 30 minutes away. So we were delivering NO2 and Celtec for a $5 charge. So I was making an extra five spot. I was broke as shit. Yeah. I mean, I was homeless at 19 for crying out loud, I was sleeping in my Oldsmobile. Anyways, fast forward 10 years later, I finally said, okay, shit, I'm just gonna do it, start my own store. And one store led to another store, led to another store and I started franchising it. Next thing you know, we're at 25 locations. And so about three years ago, I decided to, to compete in a bodybuilding show with one of my employees at the time, who was my coach me, Nick, and went out to Los Angeles, won the show. It was fun because um, I was 36. I was old compared to everyone else. I mean, the next oldest competitor, I think was 22. Anyways, we went to this gym in East Los Angeles called Kratos. It was like God of War movie, 300 warehouse style gym. It was a real gym. And Nick came up to me and my wife was there and she's like, we should start a gym. So by the time we landed from LAX to Omaha, we already had seven cocktail napkins with this plan for iron heaven. Um, A real gym. See, I don't know about what's going on down there in Florida, but here in the Midwest, what we have, we've been, we've been taken over by the $9, $10, $20 a month gyms that aren't gyms. They're, um, God, I wish I had a better term, but they're the patty cake gyms where don't drop any weights, don't put enough weight on the machine that would actually cause you to stress a muscle. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're going to feed you pizza on Fridays and tell you good things about yourself, uh, but and you're not going to use the gym more than once every three weeks. But don't worry, we're still going to charge you. And I just kind of got sick of that shit. I'm like, you know, this is the stuff I grew up around was slinging and banging weight. Um, I mean, I don't power lift, but I mean, cool. I want to watch it. You know, I don't uh, give you that good energy. You I know, mean, I don't CrossFit either because that looks like it hurts. But shit, it's impressive by all means. So we created the first gym, and that's what we did. We went out and found all this equipment from traveling to our stores that we always wanted, you know, a Nautilus pullover machine because nobody's got one anymore. And and then I wanted, you know, an Atlantis um, we, we belt squat. And I wanted, you know, uh, we wanted a Viking press. Couldn't find one, so we had some dude weld one for us. And he went so busy, we ended up opening a second gym a year later. And then that one got so busy, we tripled the size of the first gym. And now we're looking at buying a third gym. This is all over three years. And it was kind of amazing. And we, we just thought it was going to be like a little hole in the wall, place where Nick could train his clients because Nick's a phenomenal coach. Um, and, I mean, he turned three girls pro, IFBB Pro, I think, in the last two years alone. It's just, you know, and he needed a place to train his clients. I'm like, I just want a place to go lift shit where I won't get yelled at for dropping things. That was it. Like, literally. A place if you wanted to go pose, you could. Um, you want some heavy ass dumbbells? Uh, because nobody's got dumbbells anymore. Nobody's got dumbbells over a hundred pounds because, God forbid, you might actually make noise and push yourself. So our dumbbells go up to two hundred pounds. Not that I can lift them because I can't, but it looks fucking cool. And so we got them. And uh, and that and that that's kind of it. You know, I, I think it. Um, you know, the they have gym
1: like that over there. At no, all?
0: Well, they got one gym, Bob's, which is really fucking cool. John Meadows was in town a couple of times. He goes and trains there and he trained he did a, I did a training day with John Meadows and Granite supplements a couple months back. And, you know, but I, it, it's an hour and a half drive round trip for me to go to this other wow. gym. I'm like, well, fuck that, man. I got six kids, literally Dang. 20, all the way down to one years old. I ain't got time to go drive an hour and a half away for a damn gym. Um, you know, it needs to be somewhat convenient. And see, in Nebraska, we spread everything out. You know, I know a lot of times on the coast, people move up, there's high-rises. Not Nebraska, we just, we spread our shit out. So from one side of Omaha to the other side, could be 45 minutes. And, and so this gym's on the one side, and so we're on the other side, and that's... Mm-hmm. And and all it's amazing how many people come into our gym. They're like, "Holy shit, I haven't seen that machine in twenty years." I'm like, "Yeah, it took me forever to find that bastard." And we just keep finding random equipment, random places that we just think looks freaking cool, and and it's just buying part. cool shit. And they're like, "God, you guys got really nice cardio equipment." Yeah, I've never used it. I'm not a cardio guy, but I got it. I got it for you people. And we started putting turf in. You know, we we put apparatus, you know, farmers' carriers, anything you want to do something stupid with. Yeah. You know, and and it's uh, the nice thing is here. I mean, it sucks that we're not nicer year round because we're. We'll open up our garage doors. They're 35 foot tall ceilings so we're warehouse gyms. We'll open the garage doors, go outside, flip your tires, do your crazy shit. And, uh, you know, it's funny. We were actually looking at putting a store down in Florida. Um, I was down there three times last year between Fort Lauderdale and West Palm beach. Um, your guys' real estate down there is insane. Holy shit. Oh my God. I don't know what you pay for rent there, but fuck my life. Like I've never, Found rent for a retail store more expensive anywhere. Not even Dallas, yeah. not Denver, but West Palm Beach, Fort Lauderdale. Holy shit, they think that stuff's worth a lot. Too, though. What's that?
1: That's where like where the money starts like accumulating is up there in that area. Is Fort Lauderdale all the way yeah. the West Palm because you have Boca, you have Delaware, you have all the, those are like rich ass. People places so oh i found that
0: i found that out man i found out was a bunch of these retired old people that own these buildings they don't care if it rents out because they don't need the money i'm like yeah i don't know how to speak your language like uh <laughs> so um how is like in miami itself rent prices and stuff is it pretty good for where you're at
1: well so where i'm at it like luckily for me it was like a not a shithole but like it's in a like up-and-coming neighborhood now
0: yeah
1: before when i found it it was like like Like, it was bad. Like, not bad, but, like, it wasn't nice. Yeah. It's just a big shopping plot. Like, it's hidden. But it's literally across, like, across the street from the old gym that I was training at. Yeah. So, I didn't really depend on location because I'm more, like, word of mouth. Yeah. And I wasn't counting on having people from down south or up north to come to me. I really didn't give a fuck. I just wanted my clients to come to me. Yeah. So, it's... Pretty much like for 1,000 square feet, I think it was like 1,400.
0: That's not bad. No, that's yeah, cheap. For, yeah, that's not that bad at all. For, uh,
1: um, it's unlimited parking. It's a huge ass parking lot. I don't know if you've seen the, my, my pages. Yeah, oh yeah, I looked at it. Yeah. Lot. One bathroom in each unit and that's it. So then I got two. I started off with two. So I had two bathrooms and then 2,000 square feet. And so, yeah, and that and the only thing is, it's not a warehouse, it's like, it's- it's
0: Yeah, retail space, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I mean, it's nice because it has windows, so you don't feel like you're constructing into like a little box, like a warehouse sometimes. Yeah. But I mean, it has its flaws and it has its uh, like, you know, cons too, as well. But, well,
0: the so we, we, reason we did warehouse spaces is just because the taxes are about 75% cheaper in a warehouse space than it is in a retail. and So we found retails with humongous windows and huge garage doors, we opened them up. It just uh, gives a different feel. But like our one gym's 9,000 square feet, the other one's 13,000. Now yeah, we I just keep expanding. A, we-
1: a warehouse, if I, if I, like I would want a warehouse gym for sure.
0: Oh, it's it's fun. It's cooler than shit. It makes it look bigger than it actually is. And right. People like that shit. Kind of makes you step back into high school. You know when like you need. Like
1: football yeah. Football.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, like when I found the love for training because I was a fat kid. So I mean that was that was the thing. I, I mean I think in sixth grade I was five six one ninety five. Sure. Um. So I looked like a giant teardrop and. And uh, then by the time I was in freshman high school, I was 6'2", 195. And, uh, you know, I didn't like getting picked on. So I just kept hitting the gym and that was my love for it, you know. And then people used to make fun of me because I always had all the metrics, protein shakes in the locker, the yeah, NO2. Creatine steroids. It's fucking you know, that was it. Like creatine steroids. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah listen, I mean, if that was the case, I'd fucking look like Schwarzenegger by now, but I don't. Right. So And now um, those
1: people, as you got older, were asking you, questions. Hey, what should I take? Hey, da, da, da. it's like, Oh, uh, you're picking on me when I was fucking little. Why do not you fucking listen to
0: me back then? Well, that, that's the thing is I just have my 20 year high school reunion. And you won't be how many guys were like, Hey man, I need to lose weight real quick. I need to get some shape. What you got in your shop. I want to look good for the re-. I'm like, aren't you saying people made fun of me back in the day, exactly. but it's you know, and it's, Everything it's uh. For
1: purpose
0: though. Well, I saw on your social media page before we get into all the COVID shit, like you had to train with Doreen Yates. Yeah.
1: So I have, I, I've like pretty much had bucket like a bucket list and I completed the whole entire bucket list this this week I think since I was a kid I had like all these trainers I always wanted to train with yeah throughout this whole entire experience I got to train with everybody got to do everything that I always wanted to do since I was a little kid so.
0: Dorian. As I saw so I pulled that up on your social media and saw you train Dorian Yates, who's been my bodybuilding idol for, I mean, since I don't, I mean, I got that old bodybuilding Bible back from like the eighties when I was a kid and Dorian Yates still had that long mullet and, uh, you know, I, and I still got that at my house and, uh, and you, you, you see you did some stuff with Blackstone Labs, guys, looking at your YouTube, get some YouTube content as well. You've had, you know, PJ in there. I think you've had quite a few different guys and is it yeah, pretty cool to get to do that? I mean, get to train with some of the idols from back in the day.
1: Well, it was it's on like literally like every moment that i was like because i always train with them for like a week straight yeah so every time i have to like just like reflect and just be like you're living your dream you're sitting and you're eating with oh yeah person that you looked up to and read about since you're a little kid and it it was so unreal like and you know when when i'm pretty sure like you're like learning through doing through textbooks and videos and stuff yeah. you try to mimic like everything that you try to and then some days you're like oh that's how it's supposed to feel not until you actually like go and he fucking tells you and screams at you and adjusts you then you're like holy fucking shit <laughs> no okay well i okay shit now you feel like a lost little child once again yeah and it just it, it's it's crazy it's like like i said it's like a dream come true
0: well, I say when I had, when I had mountain dog out here at John Meadows and, and I've obviously bought his programs. I mean, my wife and I are such meatheads. Our first date was at a gym. So for Christmas two years ago, I bought her a mountain dog program for Christmas. So we're the definition of a meathead family. And but he came out here and did a training day with us and we were, he wanted to do it for his YouTube content. He was doing his great American gym tour. And so we did leg day with him. And, uh, and I realized that I really don't, probably push myself as thought as as hard as I thought I did. Yeah. And we found out later that I took two scoops of pre-workout that day, uh just to make sure I could go oh, I he goes, Yeah, you made it all the way through. I'm like, no, John, I went in the bathroom and threw up three times. I just didn't put that shit on video. Yeah. Um and I couldn't walk right for like a week. It was it was messed up. But I was like, oh my God, I guess I'm not you know, your your rate of perceived exertion scale that he they have in these programs, what I thought was an eight. Apparently it's not a fucking eight. It was a six. Um and it's kind of cool, you know. And, and it's we've had you know the Kuklos out here and, and and quite a few few different guys. And and the thing was this summer I suppose supposed to it's my 10-year anniversary, uh, starting Rexius. And so we we're gonna have this big bash here in Omaha and have them at my gyms. And now we obviously don't know what's gonna happen. But you know I, uh, Seth Rossi and 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 all these guys were gonna come out and you know, it kind of sucks that everything going on. And, and yeah. I, we're going to transition to that right now. I mean, how, where you're at, like, what where, is the state locked down? I mean, your gyms are shut down or like, what, where are you guys All at? All the gyms
1: are shut down. Everything's shut down. Everybody's supposed to be like in, like in their houses, but like just Miami people don't fucking listen. Neither do I, but, um, <laughs> for, I mean, I didn't, I didn't get no fucking stim check. I didn't get no fucking loan. I'm fucking doing whatever the fuck I got to do to make money. Um, yeah. I've, I started renting. First, the first thing I did was rent out my equipment, so, yeah. but only to my members because I have their cards on file. Yeah. So I have the deposit from them. And plus every month they're paying for the rental of the equipment. So that's like making me money. And then on top of that, um, my ex-girlfriend's mother, uh, mother, she always told me save at least six to eight months of rent just in case of a rainy day
0: yeah
1: never listened to her until like six months ago and then so i'm yeah. like i was prepared for this i guess and so i started doing the the zoom stuff yeah. but i didn't know how to do it so i said fuck that and just stopped doing that but i'm still training clients at their house like i would drive to their house and yeah out there or i have like one or two people come in here but that's pretty much it the other trainers i don't let let them come in here i only have my assistant and one of my other workers in here because I was giving out free workouts right when yeah. they said that we couldn't, um, we couldn't train anybody. So I just started giving out free workouts just for the hell of it. Cause I just wanted to help out. Yeah. So I had them come in and, and do that, but that's pretty much it. Like we're, we're not allowed to be working.
0: Well, like in Nebraska, basically they, 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 we have the 10 person per room rule. We have the six, the social distancing shit. They never shut gyms down. Um, you know the a lot of gyms did shut down the bigger ones have an older demographic we our older clientele we just said hey if you're over a certain age please just don't come in we're not going to charge you so we didn't have to shut down but we had to make sure it was only 10 10- people per so many square feet or per room. And we were able to stay open as a private facility, not staffed, 24 hour access with our key fobs for our members. Um, and we have so many of the police officers and County troopers and state troopers trained in our gym. Anyways, they made sure that we were within compliance cause they didn't want the shit shut down either. And we were cleaning it six hours a day. So we've been able to stay open to our members, but not open to the public, uh, which has been a huge blessing. But I think right now mental and physical health is just as, I mean, it's more important than ever. Um, the <laughs> You know, you're know, you not seeing a lot of people who work out consistently catching a lot of the disease or having major issues. So we were able to keep it open and we haven't had that many, we, we've had a lot of outbreaks, but we, we've we been relatively controlled here in the Midwest. I mean, certain States are worse than others, but we've been able to keep it open. And so we just basically said, you know, all right, well, we're just going to improve our gyms. This is a chance to shut our showers down and redo the shower. So we just went to work because I didn't know, how, I don't sit on my hands. I don't know how to sit down. Like, you know, this, like when you've poured your life into your passion and your passions, your fucking, paycheck telling me to shut it off and turn it down. That's not an easily, it, no, it's, it's, it's fucking impossible. Like, yeah, we, our business has gone down. Don't get me wrong. Like my retail stores, we're down 40% just cause people don't have the disposable income and we're on shortened hours. And I made sure all my people still got a check no matter what. Um, you know, and, it, but it, it, this is my baby. This is like my kids laugh because they think my, my businesses are more important to me than them. I said, no, That's like you you're, you're my six kids. My businesses are my seventh and eighth kids. And I can't tell you which one I love more. No parent would. So, um, you know, but the, the, I can't, I spent 10 years of my life and I mean, caused a bankruptcy and I mean, literally f- complete financial reversal to start these things. I'm not letting it shut down. I mean, I, I can't, it's not, you know, the gyms aren't available for any sort of government financing because we don't have enough employees compared to rent. Where the retail stores we got, we applied and got a little bit of help, but that's just enough to stave off 60 days. It doesn't tell me what the fuck happens when July hits. So, sure. I mean, what, what, what's the outlook there? Do you guys think you're going to be able to reopen soon, or they just don't yeah, know? They, um,
1: so, it did, so I think they. The governor of Florida said yesterday that um, I think each county is going to be different. Um, I know in Jacksonville they opened up the beaches. And um, I think down south in Miami, they're going to open up their golf golf clubs and parks by the beginning of May. Um, but I don't know how it's going to be because it's different counties. So each county is going to be like different. But I know for sure it's going to go back to like 10 people per, you know. Yeah certain square footage but they're coming up with the with the rules and regulations right now so but I think um that's the way it's going to be for a while over here because we're far back in the
0: yeah I, I think it's like here, I think we're going to, it's going to be this old, we're not gonna have any big events, I think for a while. My wife ran a hotel. So obviously they're shut the fuck down. <laughs> so she, she went from working 60 hours to zero, in you know, the last month, but she also trains clients on the side. So she just picked up more clients and started training more clients again. Um, you know, that she could train, but you know, we got to do it off times, make sure there were not over limits for the gym. Um, you brought up another point, just a business aspect other than the COVID stuff. Like you said, the first gym you worked at the, the original owner would talk a lot of business or a lot of politics and religion, um, and I, it's funny you said that. Like I've I've always been a advocate for keep your political bullshit out of your business, uh, especially right now. People are so polarized; they're one side or the other. And my feeling is this: like my opinion isn't going to make me any fucking money, and keep it to my damn self. Because if I say I vote this way, I'm losing all the people over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny to hear you say that from you know the person that you used to rent your space from, what did that and actually affect your business. Um, so is that kind of a business policy for you to keep a lot of your personal political shit out of your business?
1: Yeah. Well, I, well, everybody knows that. I mean, I'm the type that just sits back and let everybody argue. Like you vote for that person, you vote for that person. I'm like eating my popcorn. I'm not voting for anybody. I'm just watching you guys. Fucking talk <laughs> yourselves. I don't give a fuck at the end of the day. We're all going to die. I'm here to enjoy fucking my gym, my life. And that's it. I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to fucking vote. Like, I'm just gonna let everybody just, that's how, I, that's how I see things. Like there's always a higher power running the show, like whatever. Like if, if this is what it comes down to, I'm still gonna live my life. I'm still yeah. gonna do whatever it takes for me to, to, to live my life, be happy, like crush my goals, whatever it is. And that's, that's pretty much it. So everybody knows not to ask me about my political views. Not that I play dumb or stupid. I just say, you fucking believe in that shit? And I just—that's it. it.
0: Yeah,
1: people don't really even ask me, but I just know how people are when it comes to that. They get very passionate, and emotional about politics and obviously religion. So, I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know not to like, took those areas when you're when you're getting money from these people. So.
0: Oh, that's just it. Like I always say, this: if if my opinion is not going to increase my profit margins for me or my staff, I keep it to my damn self. It's just Jack. a g- general rule in fucking life, and I think you'll find that with any true entrepreneurs, any hustlers, that like we're 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 passionate about what we do, we love what we do, and I'm not going to let some stupid po- any crap get in the way of uh, achieving my dream and me. Spout my fucking personal opinion off on Facebook, Instagram, or it's not going to do the, anything for me. And I think we find a lot of the younger people, and you can attest to this, like that don't quite get that. That hey, listen, I know my man told you, you we're special. Um, they lied. And uh, nobody, not everybody gives a shit about your opinion. In fact, probably nobody does. So you go out and earn respect, go out and earn, earn the title. Then maybe if you want to pop off an opinion, someone might listen. And I think right now that's the one hope I guess I have is I have a lot of 18, 19, 20 year old members, clients, employees, um, and who've only grown up in an economy that was booming, um, who've never had to go through any shit. And I'm like right now, I'm like, this might knock some people off that entitlement high horse a little bit. Be like, hey, like, cause my wife and I, we're just hustlers. Like, we just like for us, like, fuck, we'll keep working. Like, yeah, this all this shit sucks. And I didn't do it, and I don't want to affect my business. But I started over before. I have no problem grinding again. I'm not gonna go fucking work for somebody else. That's for damn sure. Yeah. That, that's not an option. I'm not gonna go <laughs> I'm not gonna go get a job at the city. It's just not in my DNA. It can't happen. You can't change that. I mean, you can touch to that. Like, it sounds like you've been ready to grind on your own. Since since the beginning, um, you know you can't change the DNA of an entrepreneur. This is who we are. You can't. You can't tell yeah, a bird not have, to. Like,
1: things like in my head, like that. I'm waiting to like for it to happen. I'm I'm doing it. Like I'm just waiting for like them to tell me what I'm allowed to do, what I'm not allowed to do, and I have like different avenues of what I'm going to do if they say yeah. this or they say that or this or this. It's like exciting, kind of.
0: Well, it is because you like you, you know you, you as any entrepreneur that's worth their shit. You've got a plan. Your plans have plans, just in case that plan doesn't yeah, have yeah. a plan. Yeah. And so, like, no matter what, I'm gonna pounce. I'm ready to fucking go. Like, so we took a chance. Like, okay, let's deep clean the stores. Let's get everything just looking fucking prime. I'm gonna come out of this being the last one standing. I'm not gonna be a fucking statistic of something that went down. It's not an option for me. Yeah. Period. Like, I mean, I literally I told my wife I'm like, what am I gonna do? Go work for somebody else? Fuck, they'd fire me. Um, like yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't make it a fucking month so well you know i'm hoping that i mean my goal still is to open a shop up down down in your area like i want to have a buddy of mine that was actually our gm of our gym moved down there for family reasons he's in between fort lauderdale miami and uh what and, area? you know uh, i don't know south florida for shit um i know it's somewhere between there and uh it, it's yeah, he's I'm moved
1: there. In. i'm between there too
0: yeah, and he, and he was a GM of our gyms, moved down there for family stuff with his wife because his mother-in-law lives down there and their kids and dude's a hustler. And I, I told him like, fuck, I'm opening a store for him just because when you have that kind of talent, you know this, like you recognize that talent when you see it in someone's DNA. And I'm hoping that real soon we can, once this economy gets back up and fucking roaring, we can have Erexious Nutrition down in your area of the woods because um, I think your area is hurting for nutrition stores. I don't, I mean, last time I two times I went down there, I didn't see anything but big chain bullshit. Yeah, just GNC and like, And And they're both in bankruptcy. So, um, and I opened six new ones in the last eight months. That's just, we're growing just because we're, we're based around the guy behind the counter. We're, you know, cheaper than Amazon that that's our, our bag, 80 brands, real guys. that really know their shit. No BS, no house brand crap. Um, and plus it gives me a reason to fly, uh, tax-free or tax-free, but I get to write it off every time I go to fucking Florida. So yep. I need a business down there because I love your damn weather. Uh, and trust me, you you got it better than Nebraska. But so if you had to give out one piece of advice to anyone who wants to be in the position you're in, let's say they're 20, talk to 20 year old you, what would you tell 20 year old you to get to where you're at now? What should they focus on?
1: Focus, continue to listen, but focus on your gut instincts and your true passion. Don't listen to any, anybody else, just your passion and have confidence in it. That is the main driver. And that's the thing that's going to get you to where you need to be and where you want to be. But keep these open and filter out what everybody's saying. Everybody has a good thing to teach you, but just don't take it all in and use it. Just use little, like spark notes type of thing, but then let this drive you straight forward.
0: I love that. Absolutely. Keep, keep your gut. I always said, like, I never learned anything by talking. I've only learned by listening, but I'm never gonna let somebody else. I mean, I think, but I think any real entrepreneur worth their shit, anybody who's got it in their DNA, um, it's not gonna let anyone prevent them from going to achieve their do- goals, but they're going to learn from anyone that they can. So, I mean, well, I can't wait to get the fucking down there. and train at your gym. Like, absolutely. Uh, I've seen all the videos on Instagram. Um, you know, it's, uh, for all the guys who watch our stuff, um, if you look up iron university, uh, fall auto, you'll see his uh, Instagram account. Um, do you have a YouTube or no?
1: No, I don't have a YouTube. I, like all this happens so fast, man. Like my, I didn't even update my, my website, like my iron university was supposed to be for my personal training brand. Yeah. And I just ended up opening up a gym and then we just broke down the wall. Now we have 3000 square feet. So like I'm playing catch up with everything right now. So yeah. everything moved fast. So like, I want to get one. I'm trying to catch up to the first thing I need to do is update my website.
0: So, yeah. What was that? Like us, like it's, it's, you know, my guys to help me produce these things. Like I, I just started the podcast probably nine months ago and hit like 12,000 followers on YouTube, but that's insane. I'm like, I don't filter shit. I just say whatever the fuck's on my mind. And I go, like, I just, that that's it. You know, if you want to watch a walking Tourette syndrome, ADD conversation, just put the fucking camera in front of my ass and let's go. And yeah. it's all the crap I've been saying for 20 years and all the stuff I do. And we just do it for free just to help people out. Same thing with our gym content. We just, we put stuff up just to, uh, just to help people, man. Just cause I try to be what I needed at twenty two. 23 years old when I was trying to figure out what the fuck I wanted to do with my life and same thing went to school thought it was a waste of fucking time and a lot of money and I learned how to drink a lot of beer which was cool and got my shot at the NFL didn't work out and then I was like well oh fuck I gotta be a grown-up now this is bullshit and then I didn't know anything about taxes I just was a sole proprietor and that first year I made all that money and then the IRS goes yeah you owe us nine grand say fucking what Nobody told me about LLCs or S-Corps, and that's kind of why we started the podcast, which is to help out young entrepreneurs figure out, here's some successful stories and be like you know like shit and that's that's just it. it's our, my way of paying it forward i guess well i can't wait to get on the florida man thank you so much for coming on i'm gonna check your gym you out uh, and, uh if you guys need to follow this guy he's a true hustler you watch his videos uh it's definitely someone to aspire to thank you so much for coming on the show man
1: thank you for having me
0: yeah. man absolutely brother all right man peace peace and be well you too stay healthy you bet on a real, live you clueless, when i shoot shit, too crisp and I let it all hang out like a Oh, you wanna know who I am Oh, you wanna know me Well, I'm the man that you knew Now you know what it do I'm a 94, baby bit, it like a brand new Mercedes